0: What up bros? This is the All Bros podcast. I am Jonathan.
1: Nah, I'm Caleb.
0: And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies but also enjoy a lot a bit of the nerd life. Uh this week on the podcast we'll be talking about well actually we're skipping uh, Adventures in Hunting and Through the Wall just because our main event is probably going to take quite some time.
1: Yeah, it, that's an understatement. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then we got some sneak peeks for this week. We got our first trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, got got some words for that. Uh, and then we also got our second trailer for Men in Black International. And then after that, we'll move on to our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of Avengers Endgame. And Caleb just ripped the head off of Hulk.
1: I didn't rip the head. <laughs> it was like that like I was just shaking it and damn oh, I'm gonna kill that cat I'm going to kill that cat
0: okay no you're not Caleb you're not gonna kill your cat yes I
1: will I will Dude, be a- she she bupped the head off of my stre- my Hulk stress ball that I use when I n- need to get the stress out about her
2: <laughs> oh uh,
0: just breathe breathe <sighs> just breathe it's just a toy we can buy another it's one not just no I
1: can't this was in the Marvel the Hulk collector core box.
0: Well, shit. eBay?
1: Oh, I'm gonna
0: murder No, you're cat. not Dude, gonna... Dude,
1: this is the... Stre- like I just said, this is the stress ball that I use when my cat's being a little asshole. And she ruined it because she knew this was the only thing that brought me joy. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I really hope okay. Brielle comes home soon, <sighs> so like, you know, that... This doesn't. Ha- anyway, let's let's move on, shall we? So, before Caleb Hulk's out, literally.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm posting a picture of this because this is unacceptable.
0: It's a cat, dude. What did you expect? Cats will do that. That's bullshit. No. That is a
1: bullshit excuse that you and Brielle use. Oh, that's just what cats do. I'm so- it's
0: annoying. Dude, why do you think I have to keep all my valuable stuff off the? Like literally up off the ground. Alexander's knocked down a pop box or two. Oh <laughs> He knocked down Chucky and I was I was a little mad at him. I was like I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. It's just Chucky, it's just Chucky. It's just Chucky.
1: Yeah. Well imagine that but with something that you don't care for knocking it over. you valid your your argument is invalid. <laughs> Yeah, you actually like Alexander, so you can like yeah, you can let a... things slide For a little second, bit. I, th- I hate Raven.
0: See, I thought you were referring to um, like not caring about my pops. I'm just like, I hope you know I was being sarcastic. Like, I I, I want to be buried with those things. <laughs> um, but okay, now yeah, yeah, okay, now I get. It. Yeah, I love my cat to death. Yeah, Ravens a little bitch. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Shao, what do you say we get started? Let's do it. Alright, so, since we're not doing adventures in hunting, or through the wall, we're jumping right to this week's sneak peeks, and we're starting with Sonic the Hedgehog. Ugh. It's Super Mario Brothers all over again! It is. It is very much
1: Super Mario Bros. all over again. The design... Whoever thought that that was a good design for Sonic made some terrible mistakes. Yeah, they really did.
0: I get what they're trying to do that they're trying to make him look more realistic but it just ain't working.
1: It's not... And it's a bummer because their individual parts of this movie and this trailer even are good. But... As a whole, the they don't sh- work. Yeah. Ben Schwartz, voicing Sonic. Yeah, that's great. a good choice. Yeah, James Marsden, g- can you scream <sighs> hop too? <laughs> <laughs> Why does Sonic need a human sidekick? He doesn't.
0: Wait, did you see the picture of that uh, I guess the Nostalgia Critic put? I think that he's the one that did that? Yeah. Okay, all right. I'm hoping that you uh, that's where you got it from cuz if you just came up with that on your own you're a genius man. No, I
1: saw someone so I saw a picture on Twitter with like the Sonic. Yeah. And someone posted a picture of James Marsden in the car with Hop right next to the picture of him in the car with Sonic, oh. but they cropped it in a way so it was James Marsden and Hop and then Sonic. And oh, then that's... that way when you switch back and forth. <laughs> It like switch where it was James or like James Marsden and Sonic with Hop, and then James Marsden and in S- Hop with Sonic, that's and it was like exactly the same. <laughs>
0: okay, that's Sonic
1: doesn't great. need a human sidekick. No, he, he needs doesn't. Tails. Yeah, exactly. And that's it.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. So, Tails, Knuckles, and Shadow and Amy better show up at the end of this movie. Yeah, just saying.
1: So yeah, like I said, Ben Schwartz, good. James Marsden, basically, hopped too.
0: He could, okay. He did did have a funny joke in the trailer. That James Marsden. Yeah, the whole like kid in the bag thing. He's like, oh, oh he's not my kid. That okay. <laughs> that was funny.
1: Yeah, like that was freaking hilarious. Jim Carrey as Robotnik, pretty good. It it's not
0: really the character. He's he's
1: not the one that we know yeah. until like the very end shot.
0: That's true. With the true. funky
1: mustache and everything, oh, that yeah. was cool.
0: Oh yeah, no, he looks really good. But yeah, like the way he's acting, I'm like, yeah, yeah no, that's not like Doctor Eggman or Doctor Robotnik. I call him Doctor Eggman.
1: I do too, but I, I've I'm I it, I switch. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll say Robotnik and then every once in a while I'll say Eggman. And yeah, just kind of real confusing. But I'm talking about the same person. Yeah
0: um but what's funny about this trailer i want to say it was today that the that paramount and the director i think came out and said that because of all the hate that this trailer has gotten especially for the look of sonic they're actually going to be changing the design of sonic for the final
1: movie yeah they're going to make it look even more like hop
0: <laughs> yeah exactly but at least to look more hopefully look more like sonic
1: yeah honestly they could just cut out James Marsden, dude. They could, like Sonic. Like I said, Sonic doesn't need a sidekick. Why? Why? Or can we? like just, What's the What's the purpose?
0: Let's just take all the voices and turn this into an animated Sonic movie. Yeah, that would be freaking sweet. And you can still keep Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, no, keep Jim Carrey. Keep Ben Schwartz. They do great as Doctor Eggman and Sonic.
1: Yeah, if this was like a CGI movie, yeah. that'd be fantastic.
0: But no, it had to be live action. Yeah, because because let's face it, just because
1: Detective Pikachu worked doesn't mean Sonic's gonna work.
0: I'm still amazed at how well Detective Pikachu works. It works so well. Like, damn, those designs look amazing. Yeah, I am
1: going to this movie for visuals alone. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I'm going to care about the story, (laughs) but if the story's bad. (laughs) But the visuals are good. I think I can let it slide. I just,
0: like, in the middle of it, I'm going to be like, okay, you need to
1: shut your brain off, dude.
0: I'm, I'd am i say I'm going for the visuals and Ryan Reynolds. Those are the two biggest things. Because, I mean, y- Ryan Reynolds has been in some bad movies, but he's usually the most enjoyable part of them. Yeah. yeah. That's the case with, like, a lot of movies. Like, R.I.P.D. It's a bad movie. But I still enjoy it because I love Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds' chemistry in that movie. Yeah. They need to be in a good movie together. Yeah. Um, Green
1: Lantern, he was one of the better parts of it. I mean, he was kind of watered down a bit. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah. And then let's not talk about X-Men Origins. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Even though his, the opening sequence with him was pretty badass. Yes, that was really good. Like even though like the hyper motions shit isn't one of Deadpool's powers, yeah. But
0: so it showed that Ryan Reynolds can really play Wade Wilson if you actually make him Wade Wilson. Mm-hmm. I see this being the issue with uh, with Sonic. I think
1: Ben Schwartz because I love Ben Schwartz.
0: Oh yeah, he's he's a great actor and a voice actor. Yeah,
1: he. I think he's going to be one of the highlights of this movie. Yeah um James Marsden I think needs a better agent
0: I can't even remember the last time I saw James Marsden in a movie I can uh, uh
1: I think it was ah uh, what is it X-Men it was one of the X-Men movie or whichever one was it Days oh, of futures Past
0: Yeah I think it was Days of Future Past
1: Yeah that's the last time I remember seeing him Yeah it's-
0: Still, damn, that's been a while.
1: Yeah. I have damn. a lot better movies
0: that he could be in. Because <laughs> he's not a bad actor. No, what what the hell? Like, um, have you seen the remake of Hairspray that came out in 2007? No. Okay, he's as amazing as Corny Collins. Like, he's one of the best parts of the movies. Hmm. Movie, not movies. Movie. um. But yeah no he's he's a good actor He just needs some better work
1: Um, Dude could you imagine If like If like we're not even the first people To make the Hop 2 joke Where if he's reading the script And they're like we're keeping this hush hush (laughs) And then he reads it And he's like if this is freaking Hop 2 (laughs) (laughs) And they're like no it's not It's Sonic the Hedgehog (laughs) Same thing (laughs) the effects look really cool um like so yeah, like that was one of the other things that stood out with this that one of the good aspects of this and the sound effects i love that they were using the sound effects from
0: the video game yes that was cool i i, I wish they would have picked a different song when it came to like when he started like running and everything that was kind of a weird choice yeah like come on supersonic racing should have chosen that or anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Any song that has to do with running or going fast, there you go. That's not Hell, even song. if
1: this wasn't a Christmas movie, run, run, Rudolph. <laughs>
0: there you go. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like, there are so many, like, individual aspects to this that are good. Yeah. But they don't add up to be something fantastic.
0: Okay, this is going off tangent. But this is like really stupid. But whenever, uh, like I'm, I have like a far away class from where I'm starting, um, and I only have so long to get there. I play Run Run Rudolph on my phone. You are ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm not, dude. I, dude, it gets you pumped. Like I'm, mm, I feel like I go a lot faster. <laughs> Sorry, you dude. Probably I, don't. I know, but in my heart, I feel like I do. So don't take this away from me. Okay. Um. Overall,
1: not super high hopes. I unless really, I until I really we see a redesign,
0: yeah. Until we see a redesign, until we yeah, until we see a redesign, my uh, see my hopes are down here.
1: <laughs> They're pretty low. You got to dig a little bit of hole to get to your hopes. Yep.
0: Exactly.
1: Fair enough, dude. I think I'm more excited for Dora the Explorer than I am. Sonic the Hedgehog and the only reason I'm excited for
0: Doors is because Danny Trejo's voicing Boots yeah I'd have to agree with you on there don't forget about um, Benicio Del Toro vo- voicing Fox oh my gosh or Swiper not Fox I'm sorry Swiper the Fox that's gonna be freaking great yeah that's the only reason I'll see that movie yeah so two. my hopes for that are like ground
1: level yeah. so the, my my hopes for Sonic are buried a
0: little bit Doors like barely above ground, like barely. And then, yeah, Sonic's like still in the grave. Yep. Um, But worry not, because we got an even better trailer. Think... Yeah, sorry, that was awful. I'm sorry. You're
1: the one doing this whole thing, Rose. I'm
0: sorry. I apologize. Okay, so our next trailer that we're doing is Men in Black International trailer number two. Which... I can't decide if I like the first trailer better or this one better. I did like that it uh, explained Tessa Thompson's character a lot more. How um, her uh, parents' mind was wiped when she was a kid, but hers wasn't, and she was trying to find them for what was it, like twenty years? Yeah, twenty years. And so she and she finally found them, and then she's like, you know, come on, I, I deserve to be part of the Men in Black. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, I I really liked the the story explanation a little bit um i was already excited for this so it didn't really bump me up on excitement level it was just kind of a like a a plateau kind of a flat line okay Uh, like not a flat line that sounds like i was just like nah more of a i don't know like the peak and then it just kind of plateaued from there
0: Alright. So,
1: didn't really bump my excitement, but it didn't bump it down either.
0: No, me neither. Uh, I feel the best part of this movie is definitely going to be Tessa Thompson's and Chris Hemsworth's chemistry. Yeah, for sure.
1: And if not, I feel like uh, Kumel Nanjiani's little alien dude.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's going to be. I think the the best joke in this trailer for me uh, is uh, when. I believe Tessa Thompson's like, I'll drive. And Chris Hemsworth gets in on the right-hand side, and she gets on the left. She's like, steering wheel's supposed to be over here. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. That that got a good laugh out of me. That's um great. Well, didn't, like, uh, Kunal... Oh, my gosh. I'm going to butcher his name. Sorry, what is his name again? Kumal. Kumal. Uh, wasn't it his uh, character that, like, swore, like, his oath and whatever to Tessa? And she's like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, well, you should have told me that before I did. It <laughs> yep. was something like that.
1: Yeah, he's like, is this a queen? And he started swearing an oath. And she's like, oh, I'm not a queen. And he's like, well, you should have told me that before I swore my oath. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah,
0: that's what it is. Thank you. Um, but uh, I love the original three. Men in Blacks are some of my, they're just one of my favorite trilogies. Um, so I, I have hopes for this one.
1: Yeah. I thought that the, this movie was going to just kind of erase the others, I'm glad like it's a reboot, not. and it's not. It's I'm so really great. glad it's not. Yeah, I love that this is just kind of a continuation, and yeah. they could honestly yeah. do this forever.
0: They really could.
1: Like, all they'd have to do in the future is just kind of either Liam Neeson or Emma Thompson has to pass the torch on to someone True. to lead the men in black, and then that person could just be the head of the men in black for
0: however long.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that would be great. Could you imagine just Men in Black going on forever?
0: Can we get um, Paul Rudd and Jeremy Renner to be the next yes! Men in Black?
1: <laughs> if, dude, just Jeremy Renner would be badass, <laughs> but throw in Paul Rudd, that call, that's a good time. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh,
0: I just want those two in a movie together. I'm, I'm not going to bring that up yet. I'll wait till the main event. Yeah, no
1: spoilers until the main event, Rose. I'm
0: sorry, but I I want them in a movie together so bad. Just where they're just going off of each other. Just comedy after comedy. I want it. Yeah, because we've seen Jeremy Renner do
1: comedy in Tag, and he did really good. He, yeah,
0: he's really good with comedy. And, of course, Paul Rudd's amazing when it comes to comedy.
1: Dude, Paul Rudd doesn't consider himself an actor. Anytime that he... Every time he's like in a more serious film, he's like, oh, I'm not an actor. I'm just faking it. That's what actors do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you do amazing at it. Yeah, he really does. Like, There's not a single thing that Paul Rudd is in that I don't like. like can you think of anything? No. Mm. Yeah, because I, I, I love him in Clueless. 40-year-old yeah. virgin, he's freaking hilarious. I've never seen that movie. Uh, Our idiot brother—he's freaking funny. Um, Anchorman, Anchorman—he's Anchorman, yeah. freaking hilarious. He's in a whole lot more. I no, I've I've seen like uh, most of his movies. He named at
0: least a TV show that he w- w- Friends. I, okay, damn it, never mind. <laughs> Please, Rose. I want to see if I could stump you on that. Can't stump me. Who did he date and eventually marry? Oh shit. I just know he was in the show.
1: <laughs> Come on, man. You can't fail me on I know, on trivia. But there's,
0: but there's only 3 there's only 3 main gr- characters Phoebe? that are Gert. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, that's good.
1: Bravo, bravo. Yeah, you can't Oh, speaking of which, f- f- uh, our fail count while wow, we reset and Rose lost last month. Damn it. By one. I gotta get better at failing you. Yeah, you do. I suck. Dude, like, you need to be a little bit more ruthless. Yeah. Because I'll freaking tear you down for, like, really know, basic I shit. I know
0: you will. You don't have a heart. <laughs> I do.
1: No, that's the point of this. It's supposed to make us better at remembering shit. Yeah, I know. So whenever I mess up something, you freaking fail me for that. Aye, aye, sir. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Is it though? Pretty sure it won't. We'll okay, see. All right. <laughs> Once you actually start getting ruthless with me.
0: <laughs> I get a message that night. Rose, what have you done? <laughs> uh
1: so I don't think it's gonna be that hard to
0: figure out which one we're more excited for. Yeah. Alright, should we say it at the exact same time on one? If you say Sonic the <laughs> Hedgehog it. I you, will punch you. You gotta ruin the good jokes. It's Come not on. a good joke.
1: When yeah, you it is see it coming from a mile away. No, it's
0: still funny.
1: Eh, not that funny. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. Men in black. Yeah, men in black. <laughs> and then kind of way, 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 way,
0: way down, down in Apocalypseburg. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on to our main Or is there anything else you'd like to say about these two trailers? Not really, no. Okay. All right. Well, then let's moon on. Moon on. Moon on. <laughs> move on to our main event of the evening. Kiel. It's
1: time! time for the main
0: event.
1: Let's play Kiel.
0: So with our main event of the evening, we are doing our all bros breakdown of Avengers Endgame. But before we do that, we actually have some messages from our fellow bros. Yes. Our first one comes to us from Twitter. And it is from, I'm sorry, who was it again? Lisa
1: Shensted from the Garbage and Gold podcast.
0: Fairness. What the ones like that
1: voted Hawkeye and Hulk for garbage.
0: Already, I don't even want to hear it just kidding dude I'm kidding Hulk
1: won so Hulk was the the more garbage
0: really he was more garbage than Hawkeye yeah
1: apparently Hulk so when someone wins it's so with gold obviously whoever wins gold is the the winner like the top hero yeah and then whoever wins garbage is the like the loser of the two and people <laughs> voted for Hulk more than they did freaking.
0: Hawkeye. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. This is it's bullshit, that's what it is. <laughs> gosh. Hey, this is the only like time I'll get to where someone will say that whole that Hawkeye is better than Hulk. <laughs> so let me let me live this up a little bit. Ugh,
1: fine, screw you. Anyway. Uh so she wrote in. So we our question of the week was which hero's story did you enjoy following the most throughout this entire saga and what did you enjoy most about their story and she said that this will seem so obvious but she's got to go with thor because of how they shifted the tone of who he is and or as he discovered himself without the chains of duty holding him down and then she said i love
0: that actually was not obvious. I thought it would have been Iron Man when she said that. That's usually everyone's go-to. Him or Cap. That's usually the go-to. Yeah. So, actually, Thor kind of came out of nowhere for me, but that was a, that was a very good answer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I talked, or I messaged her a little, like, afterward and told her that Thor's, like... <laughs> even though his movies aren't up there with Iron Man and Cap, his mm-hmm. arc is... Up there. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. way the hell up there. And, yes, it kind of has to do with, um, with him getting his own movie, but, like, you can follow different people's arc. Yeah. And I think it rivals Iron Man's.
0: I think it does, too. And I think a huge um, thank you really needs to go to Taika Waititi for recreate, kind of in a way, re- recreating the character of Thor, because... The way he is in the MCU right now is nothing like he is in the comics. Exactly. He's he's like dead serious, let's face it. He's well, not like, like do- super dead serious, but like he's not as a j- much of a jokester as he is in the MCU. Yeah,
1: he's kind of like unintentionally funny.
0: Yeah. Um so I'm actually fine with the direction that Taika Waititi took and I really appreciate that he gave new life to Thor because even Chris Hemsworth after Age of Ultron he said that I really didn't see where else the character could go yeah
1: and i'm glad so i think that take what kind of took him in the direction of you remember the avengers assemble show right yes that route where he was kind of funny but he was still yeah. kind of that heroic just big dude and and everything and i i love that they took the 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 funnier route. That like Because it w- didn't come out of nowhere. He is funny. Yeah. Like, he was funny in Avengers. He had really funny line. Like, he was a little bit more serious in Age of Ultron.
0: A little bit, but he still some... had a couple quick liners.
1: Yeah. Uh, Thor the Dark World, he was pretty funny in. Yeah. And then they just kind of rolled that ball down <laughs> the hill and freaking... <laughs> it's like, let's just Ragnarok. make his
0: whole personality funny. What do you say? Yeah.
1: And Chris Hemsworth does an amazing job at portraying a funny he, Like Thor.
0: Chris Hemsworth is such a great actor. And with Ragnarok and Infinity War and now Endgame, I feel he's had a really huge chance to show how good of a... Not only an actor he is, but a comedic actor he is.
1: Exactly. And I don't think... I think a Waititi took it like super far, like the humor... Yeah. And then Infinity War just kind of pulled in the reins a little bit. Yeah. I and agree. I think they settled on like a, a medium or a I can't think of the term right now. On a middle ground. Yes. Where it's funny, but not like super duper funny. And it's just somewhere right in the middle. Yeah,
0: I completely agree.
1: And it works for Chris Hemsworth abilities really well.
0: Damn right. So, yeah, good answer there. Very good answer.
1: <laughs> Gave us something to
0: talk about. Yeah, I think we all know uh, Caleb and I's uh, answers. I mean, if you guys don't know, you should go uh, listen to the beginning. When we first started this uh, podcast, we actually say our favorite superheroes, and that kind of just gives it away what our favorite arcs were. Yeah. Unless yours I'm is not... different.
1: <laughs> Honestly,
0: it might be different. Really? Because it's
1: I don't. Like the arc that Hulk took.
0: Yeah. Cause I, like,
1: I was I was kind of digging it, it through Infinity War, and I thought they were going to take it somewhere. But then they just kind of went... Ah! In Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking pump, like, brake check, man. Me. I mean,
0: but they didn't... It does happen in the comics. It does, but not
1: immediately. Yeah. There's, like, a process... To get to that point. Yeah, I know. And I hate Professor Hulk, too. So, shut
0: up. (laughs)
1: Uh, Uh, Anyway, well, we also got a voice message, too, to answer our question of the week from Victor from the Crash and Taz's Movie Seller podcast, who was supposed to be on this week, but he decided to go to Marvel Trivia Night. So, the hell, man. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Got a bail on us like I that? Not cool.
0: I wanted Martin to call...
1: Gross. Oh, shit. Damn, that was loud. Yeah, that was a lot louder than I was expecting.
0: <laughs> I wanted to call him an a-hole, but I'm not going to do that. It's a little too mean. No, because we probably would have bailed on this for a more yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, night, so. too. Yeah, no. it's It's too mean. You're good, Vic.
1: Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Anyway, so let's give his
2: message a, a quick listen to. All right, all bros, so I know that you guys know, obviously, from having me in the past on your show, um, I know that you guys know that I am a very huge Spider-Man fan, but I will say, to answer your question, I would say that I really enjoyed watching Iron Man's story and seeing how he progressed. Now, I really liked his movies, um... And not only that, but seeing his character arc, I mean, is amazing. You see him in his first movie where he is, you know, on top of the world. I mean, he really plays the part of, like, you know, just this rich playboy that knows he can get anything he wants because he's got money. He's got all the money in the world, basically, and he can do whatever he wants. But then you see him fast forward, you know, To uh, something like Avengers when he and Captain America meet and you know he asks him who are you and he's like oh you know and he still says those things you know that he's you know billionaire playboy philanthropist he still has a little bit of that that mentality but not quite as much as he did at the beginning of the first Iron Man movie. And then you kind of see him start to change, especially at the end of that first Avengers movie. You know, you see him, like, you know, he willingly going to try and, you know, nearly sacrifice himself to, to save New York. Um, and then even, you know, in Civil War, what I love is that even in other movies, Cap- uh, not Cap- uh, Iron Man is still a, a part of a lot of the movies throughout this entire saga and, you know, something like civil war where it affects all of the, you know, all the supers. And he, he has a completely different mentality now versus the first one. I mean, if you were to put them both together from the first iron man to let's say civil war, I mean, I, if you were to ask me, I'd say there's a night and day difference. And I love that you can see that throughout the films, not just the Iron Man movies, but even the Avengers movies and other films that he's involved in. Um, you know, you see him in Spider-Man Homecoming, you know, where he is essentially playing the part of teacher and mentor to Peter Parker. And, um, you know, but trying to be just a good... Like he's trying to live up to that role, and I love that. I like that we can see that uh, throughout his entire, uh, entire, I guess you can say, character arc throughout this saga, and then, especially come Endgame, you know, come Endgame. I know that this show is all about spoiler. You know, spoiler alerts throughout the entire show. This show, but he there's a few things that he does that kind of mirror what has happened throughout the entire saga. I mean, you look back again to the first Avengers film, he's willing to sacrifice himself. So this isn't the first time that he's done something like this. Um, You know, he uh, he's definitely lived up to, um, you know, the the role of protector of super hero. And, I mean, talk about character arc. I think you cannot pick a better character with such great character development throughout this entire saga. If you were to uh, go over it all in, as a whole, I think his is the greatest. Um, and, and you can't see it, but I actually... Actually shaved, so that come opening day when I went to go see Endgame, I actually had my f- facial hair to look and kind of look somewhat like Tony Stark's as a, you know, my my way of trying to include as many uh, Marvel characters as possible in my uh, attire that day. Um, but uh, yeah, I I would say. Hands down, Tony Stark, one of my favorites to follow throughout the saga and loved his story and loved how he develops throughout the entire saga. Great, great character development, great writing on the Russo Brothers part. Um, yeah, I don't think it gets any better than that, in my opinion. So there you go, guys. Hope that's helpful for you over at All Bros.
0: Okay. Damn, that was, that was a really good answer.
1: That was pretty good. um. Just pretty good? Well, I have a couple notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think that Tony Stark's, like, his um top of the world arc didn't start until Iron Man 2. When Iron Man kind of started getting a little bit more established.
0: Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that one.
1: Yeah, so other than that. Pretty solid answer.
0: Yeah, it's a very solid answer.
1: I think uh, the first Iron Man focused a lot. Or focused solely on just building building up who Tony Stark and Iron Man yeah. is kind of at heart. And I think that in the first Iron Man, that's probably his biggest change. Where he went from... The billionaire, billionaire playboy to superhero because of like a crazy traumatic event. Because yeah. none of the other superheroes had to go through something as insane as Iron Man did. No, they really did I mean, not. Captain America, kind of, but he got his powers because he was able to push through some pain. Iron Man had was in, like, a crucible to that he had to come out of. And you can kind of see how that would ch- change his entire personality into Iron Man. And then how Iron Man kind of became his own personage, his own ideal. Because I honestly think that you could replace... Like, I think... Iron Man is like Captain America. The mantle can be passed on.
0: It can? Kinda. (laughs) Kinda. Um. I'm trying to remember. How many other, like, people have taken the form of Iron Man?
1: So, no one's ever taken on Iron Man. But there have been, like, Rescue. So, Pepper Potts. I was in the Rescue Armor. Um. I know that there's a, a a woman that took on like an Iron Man role. Uh, she doesn't go by Iron Man though. Okay,
0: that's who I thought. That's who I was talking about, and I thought she did go by Iron Man, but no, she not. doesn't go by Iron Man. Okay. Then there's uh, Iron Lad,
1: um, War Machine, kind of like. There's a lot of variations off of okay. Tony Stark's Iron Man, yeah, but. Whenever people refer to Iron Man, it's typically talking about Tony Stark. Okay. I
0: don't I, I just don't really want to see anybody else play this role besides Robert Downey Jr. So, just... obviously,
1: I don't want anyone else to play Tony Stark.
0: Yeah. But
1: could you see Iron Man coming back?
0: I could. I could see someone else taking out the mantle of just the name Iron Man, but. There should not be another Tony Stark. Agreed. It should, it should not be rebooted. Yeah, not. Yeah, not
1: how they did that. Yeah, I feel like obviously we're getting into spoiler territory. So if you're if you have kept listening to this point, yeah, this is on you. <laughs> so spoiler alert. I think that Marvel left. They they obviously closed the door for Tony Stark. Yep, and they closed the door for black widow. Yes. I think they left the door open for a possible recasting for Steve Rogers.
0: I uh, yeah, I can agree with that.
1: Like it's kind of a soft door. Yeah. But it's a door nonetheless. Yeah. Um and then everyone else is just kind of where they're at. Uh Thor, I mean Chris Hemsworth is still I still see doing Thor. Mm -hmm. in the future um mark ruffalo i still see doing hulk and i hope that they fix what they messed up but we'll get into that (laughs) (laughs) dude i have such controversial feelings like i wanted to freaking rip mark ruffalo I i wanted to rip like on Hulk this entire thing, but watching it and seeing what they were going for and knowing what they were going for, yeah. I his score is a lot higher than okay, that's the good. personal me is wanting to Kay. give.
0: <laughs> me and Caleb saw this. His reaction when uh there uh widow, Cap and Ant Man um are at the diner table and it like comes over to Hulk but like you know like he's talking everything. I wanna say you just want Ugh! Didn't you do that, dude? I was fuming. Yeah, he. Oh, he was pissed. So I went in. So I've
1: I've seen the movie twice. You've seen it, yeah, twice, twice as well. Okay. So the first time I watched it, I went in strictly as a fan. Yeah. And I was fuming. I was so freaking mad. Like my, I could feel my face getting hot. Like I was super upset. And then when he never hulked out, I was even, like, every time he was on screen, I'm just like, fuck.
0: I bet, I don't know, I think, like, the main scene that, like, really pissed you off, it it seems like, was when they, like, first land in New York. And he's like, (laughs) Cap's like, and if you have to, maybe smash a couple things on the way the way there, he's like, oh, all right, whatever. But it, what does he say? this like- seems kind of gratuitous. Yeah, so he's like, <laughs> and I'm like, no, uh, Hulk doesn't use big words like that.
1: Uh, Dude, like, my favorite scenes were when the Hulk were on screen.
0: F- from the Avengers. Yeah, from the, the Avengers. Avengers. When I actually
1: saw him smashing shit, I was like, oh, thank goodness. We get some Hulk. <laughs> God. The whole hate
0: stares joke, that was funny. That was, that was pretty great. Um, kind of jumping ahead here. Let's, let's yeah, we're back. jumping
1: like way
0: ahead. Yeah, but
1: what were we talking? About? Oh yeah, we we're just talking about people that could continue on. Yes, uh, Mark Ruffalo can, can definitely continue on as Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've... I do like how they kind of close the door on Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I don't think I've heard anyone bring this up. One thing that i think would be really badass yeah for them to do you remember the ending funeral scene where we see harley from iron man 3 right yes what if he is the one that takes on iron man
0: okay that would be actually pretty cool right that that would be pretty cool that would be so cool and the only thing that would make that even
1: cooler is if Peter Parker was the one that taught him.
0: That'd be great. Full
1: circle. <laughs> Iron Man teaches Spidey, Spidey teaches Iron Man. <laughs> and then eventually he teaches Miles. <laughs> oh. oh, shit, dude. I would shit myself. That'd be freaking great. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway... Yeah.
0: um Um, you like left out one of the original six man what the hell
1: oh hawkeye yeah they so they left hawkeye open for they did i think films too but i think they're going to close that i feel with
0: yeah i feel with the the disney plus series uh after he trains kate bishop i'm pretty sure clint barton is hanging up his bow
1: i feel like i hope it's not like a complete hang up like it's I not. I hope it's not either. Jeremy Renner's done. Yeah. I hope that they leave the door open for him to do something like the Young Avengers. Yeah. Or even do Old Man Hawkeye. Old Man Hawkeye would be badass. Yeah. That'd be way cool. So I haven't read that storyline yet. I but haven't I really either, want but
0: to. I I would love to see Jeremy Renner take that
1: on. I mean, we assume if this, if the thing's even good.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: But it's Marvel, it probably is. Yes. Absolutely. But yeah, Iron Man did have one of out of all of the Avengers, I feel the people that got the best arc were def like top four were definitely Iron Man, Cap and Thor because obviously they got their own movies.
0: Yeah, they're they're the original Trinity.
1: Yeah, but I think the other people that got, or the only other one that got a really good arc throughout this entire series was Widow.
0: I I would definitely agree.
1: Yeah, like I I like, love. Don't get me wrong, I loved Hulk and I loved Hawkeye, but their arc wasn't. It was just because they
0: weren't treated very well. Widow I mean, was treated a lot better
1: than Hawkeye and Hulk.
0: I actually, I, yes, Hawkeye's in fewer films than Black Widow, but when it comes to, like, his story, I actually think it was treated very well. Do you? I do. I, I, every where they took the character in the MCU so far, I don't know if they'll take him anywhere else, I, I loved it. Well, that's the thing with Hawkeye, I have a hard time saying that
1: he had a good arc because, he was barely in Thor. He was in there for what a couple minutes. Yeah, like three minute stops. Yeah, so he was in Thor for three minutes. He was in Avengers mostly as a bad guy for
0: twelve minutes. Someone yeah. timed it.
1: Yeah, mostly as a bad guy, and yeah. then he didn't really have like a whole like a, an arc. He was just kind of mind controlled, yeah. and then Age, Age of, of Ultron, Ultron is where his story really got. He going. had the
0: most to do in that one. I think that's the one that he had the most screen time in too.
1: Yeah. And civil war, he had a little bit, and that's it.
0: Other other than Endgame, which I still feel he had a lot to do in this one. Yeah, but I feel and like I would agree with you that Black Widow definitely had a better story arc when it comes to like. I don't know where I'm going with this.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, like, yeah, my whole thing is just her story arc. If you compare it to Hawkeye's, yeah, is better. she
0: she does get the better story arc, but. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to admit that Hawkeye gets a better story arc than Hulk
1: in the MCU. Oh, for sure. I'm not even going to question that. Yeah. Yeah, like So the like, only reason, the only reason that you could argue that Hulk has a better one is because Hulk has his own movie. And technically that is MCU canon. Yeah. But that's not
0: a great movie either. <laughs> so, in order of like the best like story arcs it would go Iron Man. To me it'd be go Iron Man, Cap, Thor, Black Widow, then Hawkeye, and then the Hulk. Yeah. For me, I think Cap
1: got the best. I actually want to give it to Thor for a second. Really? Yeah, then Iron Man. Like, it's close. Okay. Iron Man and Thor real close. Then I'd give it to Widow. Then Sadly, Hawkeye, and then I'd give it to Hulk.
0: Sadly, Hawkeye,
1: wow. Well, because I don't want to. I want Hulk to be top, but I'm realistic about MCU Hulk. Yeah. I hate MCU Hulk. <laughs> and I love MCU Hawkeye. Yeah, I was cool. Okay, that's not true. I was cool with MCU Hulk up until... Infinity War? Endgame. Oh, Endgame. Oh, yeah, Infinity War. That's it. <laughs> Gosh, he- so dumb.
0: Like, he was badass in both the first two Avengers movies. Yeah,
1: I mean, he didn't have a huge story arc. He was just kind of there for to cause shit. Yeah, to smash. Age of Ultron, he had a little bit of a better one. But again, he was just there for chaos sake. True. And I actually mentioned this on r 2 Spencer from the Fortress of Nerditude podcast, I feel what they did with Hulk, like making him Professor Hulk, yeah, was because of how chaotic of a character Hulk is. I feel like they're like, like think about it in in the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. The whole, his whole thing is that he's kind of Loki's tool to cause absolute chaos on the helicarrier. And it happens, and he does cause absolute, sh- like, a shitstorm of stuff. So, it's just, he's chaotic in that one. The next time we see him in Age of Ultron? Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. The next time we see him in Age of Ultron, he does, he we see him kind of fighting alongside the avengers in the beginning and a little bit towards the end but yeah. also the chaos in um no it wasn't in, Sokovia I thought it was Wakanda but I
0: know that's no, not right in Africa yeah I th- yeah I think it was somewhere in Africa I can't remember Hope, Yeah,
1: he, exact city yeah um scarlet witch uses hulk to cause absolute chaos in Africa. Yep. So that's just kind of like like shitstorm. Like he just kind of he's the, he's the the wrench in the gear. And I think in like even in Thor Ragnarok, he kind of screwed shit up. <laughs> like Thor was going to use the yeah. the quinjet to fly away, but Hulk came and broke it. And then he went back to Banner, and then Banner kind of helped fix stuff, and then when they needed someone to actually cause mayhem, Hulk came back. Mm -hmm. And then Infinity War, I think that the treatment he got in Infinity War was them being like, we can't handle him right now. He needs to go away. Banner needs to take over. And then in Endgame, they're just like, let's just get rid of him altogether. (laughs) Like, I don't think they know how to handle the the wrench and the gear. I feel Hulk is a hard character to handle. I think he... Yeah. he. It takes... Someone who cares... A lot about the Hulk. To do I, him right.
0: I, do, I think the Russo brothers do care. I...
1: They... I I don't know. I don't, so s- many I, I don't feel that. I, I don't feel... I feel like they care for the MCU as a whole. Yeah. But I think they care more about iron man cap and thor a lot more than they care about hulk yeah i'd have to give you that one yeah i think hulk is just kind of like the bottom of the list like oh what can we do with him yeah and then i think they just kind of saw professor hulk as an out being like okay we can't have someone causing absolute mayhem in this movie because this needs to be handled with some finesse. Yeah. And Hulk does not do finesse. No, he does not. Yeah. So I that's that's my reasoning. All right. Like
0: that's, that's a good reasoning.
1: Like don't get me wrong, I feel the Russos did excellent with all the movies that they they made. But Hulk I they I did not feel the love for Hulk in this.
0: Like I can understand that,
1: yeah. And it's Hulk's kind of a hard one to write for. I feel like they, Taika Waititi, could have done a little bit more with him in Thor to kind of set him up a little bit better for Infinity War. But the with Infinity War, I feel that was just strictly the Russos being like, "We need to get rid of him." (laughs) So, that's just my thoughts on it.
0: Damn, you brought some really good points there. <laughs> Shit. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm freaking passionate about the Hulk, dude. I like uh, my. You're not kidding. You know this. My dream is to make a Hulk movie, yep. and I would rock that movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it wouldn't be like crazy action. Hulk isn't a crazy action. Like, so, bloody hell, this whole thing's just going to be about Hulk. <laughs>
0: The hell it is. This is the last thing.
1: This is the last thing I'm going to say until we actually start getting into the story. Okay. The way Hulk was handled in the 2003 mm-hmm. was as a, like, just a, a, a drama. It was a drama with some action thrown into it focusing too much on Banner. That it didn't focus, it just was like, Oh, this is Banner's story. Banner's story. Oh, someone made him mad. Now he's Hulk. And that it never focused on the struggle between the two. It just focused on Banner being like, "Oh, we need to kill the Hulk, or we need to get rid of him." Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Doesn't work. No. And then they that last end was like a confusing ass freaking fight scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the two thousand eight was. Purely action. then being like. Let's figure out how to fix the Hulk. Or figure out how to control this. Do this. Do that with the Hulk. They couldn't do it. Ended up in a crazy fight scene. That wasn't super confusing. I thought it was really cool.
0: It was. Seeing the Hulk fight Abomination was badass.
1: Yeah. But it, all, it didn't focus on the struggle with Banner and Hulk. No. And then we got the best part of it was with was Banner cuz he always talks or so like the other two banners always talked about Hulk being just that's who they would turn into it it just seemed like a, like a Shazam kind of thing it wasn't two separate people it was Banner turning into what they called the Hulk yeah they weren't two pe- individuals Mark Ruffalo did that amazing in Avengers where he's like, oh, you want the other guy to eat it with the tesseract, <laughs> and the, like that, like he was able to kind of separate the two a little bit, and then they did that pretty well in Age of Ultron. Where, but they did that more like he's just struggling with the Hulk more, not really controlling. Thor Ragnarok they did it pretty well with the struggle between the two. Yeah. Endgame they just. Screwed him up. <laughs> and then Infinity War did a really good job at portraying that they're two separate beings. And that's like that's it needs to be kind of a a drama with like a psychological drama. It needs to be like not an outward fight you need to kind of show an inward fight yeah
0: i would say when it comes to like the Hulk bruce banner thing um i would probably say the original the first avengers is still my favorite one uh with him dealing with the uh, when the hulk is trying to come out but he's trying to contain it yeah
1: my so like to date my favorite hulk is lou fregno that's fair that is i'm not sure if you've seen the show at all it's on hulu i've only seen a couple episodes so. The rewatchability on that is incredible, <laughs> but yeah, he was the best
0: portrayal of Hulk for me. Doesn't he still do the Hulk's? Well, okay, he didn't do it for Endgame, but didn't he do a Hulk's voice still for most of the MCU movies with Hulk in it? Yeah. Okay. All right. That, Which I'm, that's awesome. Awesome. I'm so grateful he did. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Because Mark Ruffalo is good, but he can't do roars. <laughs> worth a shit. And Endgame just showed that.
0: No, but it's not his fault.
1: I wonder well, if he did like the roars for Hulk and uh, like with those extra scenes we got from uh, the Battle of New York. Yeah. Because that didn't sound like Ruffalo. <laughs>
0: no, it did not.
1: Anyway. Moving on, or getting back on topic into our breakdown of this we have the movie split up into various different sections uh we have story we have writing we have acting character development music effects costumes and the overall genre grade which we decided is a action superhero movie and then at the end we come to our final grade so first off let's just get into the freaking story yes
0: uh I... Do you want me to read the synopsis? Yes. Okay. So. The grave course of events set in motion by Thanos that wiped out half the universe and fractured the Avengers ranks compels the remaining Avengers to take one final stand in Marvel Studios' grand conclusion to 22 films, Avengers Endgame.
1: Hells yes. Um, This movie wasted no time getting on to the no, emotional shit. No, it did not. Shit. Like, holy shit. <laughs> So the first scene is Hawkeye with his family teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow. Yep. And that freaking just set the tone for the rest of the freaking movie.
0: Oh. So what did you think of that? Uh, it was just so good. Like it just showed like how great of an actor Jeremy Renner is. Like just, you know, seeing him interact with his kids and um especially um the girl that played lila did you know that, that was actually i want to say joe russo's daughter was it yeah that's she, cool yeah she did a really good job um and i loved how their whole exchange because she's like who puts mayonnaise on a hot dog and he's like oh it's just probably one of your brothers oh two for us mustard, uh, two mustard for us please thanks mama <laughs> and stuff like that I, but yeah no just like I don't know, it was, like, depressing, and, like, you never actually, like, see any of his family, like, disappear, like, he, he'll turn- You kind of see the
1: dust on his
0: daughter. Yeah, but, like, you never actually, like, see, like, him actually, like, fully see someone disappear, you just see the dust. Yeah. You kind of uh. get the point of view from
1: Hawkeye, without yeah. it being,
0: like, a direct- Yeah. His direct vision. Yeah. Um- just, oh my gosh, and I, I love that they still kept the ankle monitor on, like Scott had, so I love that they still had that, but, oh my gosh, that was just so, like, I think you and me, you and I, like, n- had a feeling that that would have been the opening, like we had hoped it would. I'm pretty sure that's what we guessed, Yeah. so I want to go back and
1: listen to our yeah ideas for that, but, um yeah, I'm pretty sure we called
0: it. <laughs> it, it was uh more heart-wrenching than I thought. Oh, my gosh. I could barely handle it. Dude, it was rough. Yeah. Um. Then you just see the Marvel logo, logo, and I'm just like, what the <laughs> hell just happened?
1: Dude, I loved sitting next to you during that. <laughs> like, just that opening shot, because as soon as we saw the bow, you're just like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, you, di- you didn't say it loud. You're just, like, super quiet. Just, shit. yep yep it was great like i was almost laughing and because but the freaking emotion of it all got on me too and i was like oh damn (laughs) (sighs) dude and as someone who's married just imagining what it would be like to just have your spouse or even your kid like i don't have kids obviously you got a cat That's... I have a cat Oh, so oh we'll my gosh If kid. my cat disappeared I'd be like Yeah <laughs> you such a dick Like this is Like this is how it would go If everyone in my household Disappeared I would see the cat Turn to dust I'd be like Yeah And then turn around Hey Bri And then I would just Be emotionally destroyed and Then you
0: see Even though they're not Living beings You see your pot figures Disappear and you're just Broken Half of them disappear <laughs> Yeah <laughs> you're just broken. You're broken. Oh, that would break my
1: soul. Um, but yeah, like that just the the heaviness of that just being able to relate to that would just be hard. Yeah. Just oh. And I 100% understand why he went on the the tirade that he went on.
0: Oh yeah hands down like yeah. it's it's understandable why he became Ronan spoiler yeah. alert I think with like following his story a little bit
1: I understand why he went and started killing people like I think like a lot of people were thinking like hasn't the killing been enough but him he's just like these people are still hurting people yeah. like why did my family have to leave when these assholes get to stay alive? Like, one like of his... I'm going to balance these scales.
0: Yeah, because one of his lines he says is, uh, half of the world got Thanos, you get me. Mm-hmm. That was freaking awesome. That was freaking sweet. And,
1: yeah, like, you, I really felt for him in that. I was like, I, I don't blame you, dude. Like, I'd be doing the exact same thing if he I had like, the like, some scale. of the most heart-crushing,
0: like, scenes. He did! Mm-hmm. And, like, it just proves how great of an actor Drummer Renner is, because I don't feel like he's had a chance to show any emotional... Um, he, yeah, he really hasn't had any emotional scenes in the MCU. And in this movie, he had, uh, like, off the bat, one of the biggest ones, and then towards the middle, uh, he had one that still freaking kills me every single time I watch it, but we'll talk about it later. Because <laughs> um, I I don't want to start crying again. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, dead serious. You might actually see me... T- start crying talking about it. Dude, like, I was so I listened hard.
1: to two different reviews and they brought up two different scenes that, like, broke me emotionally and I started tearing up hard. Like, one of them got me to start crying and I, I messaged them and I was just like, screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm like, you're going to bring up my feelings like that? <laughs> Freaking assholes.
0: But yeah, that, like, this was, like... This opening had me in awe just as much as the opening of Infinity War had me in awe when Thanos kills literally all of the Asgardians. Mm-hmm. Um maybe this one actually even a little more just because Hawkeye is my favorite superhero and just seeing his like family disappear and just how he reacts and just how like broken up he is after it. Like oh my gosh, I wanted to start crying. I'm surprised I didn't.
1: Yeah. Marvel does a really good job at having the opening scene kind of set the mood. Yes, I completely agree. Like, like you said with Infinity War, with Thanos opening up, it was like intense, mm-hmm. and the entire movie was intense. Mm-hmm. The opening sequence for this was emotional, very, and the rest of the movie was freaking emotional.
0: Yeah. It's an emotional roller coaster. That's what this movie is. Yeah, it is. Like, it gives you a couple laughs. It
1: gives you a lot of cries. You're,
0: like, cheering one moment, and then you're sobbing into your sleeve the next.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't sobbing into my sleeve because I still wanted to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it opens up with... Or, so, after that scene, it opens up with Iron Man and Nebula on the ship on a
0: rocket ship right? uh, isn't it rockets ship it's technically star lords oh let's just say it's rockets well no like well, <laughs> okay <laughs> sure
1: so it opens up with them on the ship it's dead in the water yep and he's just kind of floating around in space and he leaves a note or a message for pepper saying that like, he's a, he's afraid like that did a really good job at me. Making the uh, the intensity of the it it, scene
0: it did, and I don't know if this was in the trailers, but was Tony that skinny in the trailers, or was that only in this movie? I think it was only in in this movie. Okay, because it made him real skinny. Yeah, like damn, like I Okay, like I don't. Do you think those were effects, or do you think Downey actually lost all that weight? I think it was effects. Okay, I don't. It looked fake. (laughs) Really, I it it looked okay for it looked so when it was realistic. like the
1: full body, like in the face, it yeah. looked really good. Yeah, the body it looked edited.
0: Okay, did it look better than Captain? How Captain America looked in the first Avenger? Oh yeah, okay, definitely. So at least there's that. Yeah, they got that.
1: The effects were like were pretty solid, but we're not getting into that yet. <laughs> My bad. Um. So. There are a lot of thi- like with. uh There were quite a few plot conveniences. <laughs> with uh, yeah, with this one, because Captain Marvel just kind of found him in space. Captain Marvel's
0: like one of the biggest. Um, what what was the word you said again? Plot conveniences. Yeah, she's one of the. She or might what, be. What's the... the term? Do it. Do sex machina. Do do sex machina. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But whatever the words you just said, she she's that of the MCU. She totally is. Because like even towards the ending, you're just like, Oh, okay, well, I wonder what would have happened if she didn't show up.
1: I almost do first time we watched it when she so with uh what's it called? Sanctuary two? Yeah. When she comes flying down, I half expected them to do a callback to Infinity War with Akoya being like, why was she up there all this time? <laughs> I wish they would have. I know. I'd be like, like if I was Akoya, I'd be like, are you shitting me? Like, are do are these guys just keeping their big hitters in the back? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, um, yeah. So I wish that there was more of a reason
0: that Captain Marvel found Tony. I, yeah, I do too. Um, but, I mean... It was a cool scene. It was. It
1: was really cool. And then we get to see Cap and then their interaction. And I gotta say, like, listening to Iron Man's whole spiel about him wanting the suit of armor, like, who cares if it impeded our freedom? Like, I feel that a lot of that was just said out of anger. But that was kind of ballsy. That, <laughs> to yeah. say to
0: Captain America. Yeah. Like, are you shitting me? It, oh, Yeah. Just how he is, like, we're, no, we're, like, are, the... are we forgetting about Ultron? <laughs> yeah, like, we're the Avengers, we're not the pre-Avengers. I'm just like, okay. Just how, like, he has to point out that to Captain Marvel, like, you know, like, we need more of you. We need, you know, young blood. You know, us old folks can't do anything anymore. And I'm just like, I, I f- not this really does not sound like Tony.
1: <laughs> no, I feel like a lot of that was just. I mean... Him at, being crazy. Yeah, and being just up in space for so long. And just, like, a lot went on, and yeah. I, I understand it a little bit.
0: Because, I mean, like, when we jump to them seeing each other again after, like, the f- just skipping ahead a little bit, after, like, the five-year um uh, time jump, uh, even uh, when they go visit Tony, he's just like, you know, what? I always love to see you guys, it's always good to see you. I just wish it was for a different reason. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, they're back on good terms again, so... Kinda, I think it's like dicey Okay, But,
1: yeah, like, I was Thinking that entire time I'm just like, so Because you failed At making Ultron Or, like, Ultron was Supposed to be the suit of armor around the world So you're saying Ultron Should
0: have won? Yeah And, um, so Did I miss something, or Can he actually just rip off his arc reactor? Yeah like, what? It, looked like it, just... <laughs> it looked like it was just hell. It looked like that shit was just velcroed
1: on. It did. Like I don't know what the purpose of the arc so in Infinity War when we see him with Pepper, she's like you wouldn't have done that because we've seen him without the arc reactor before. Yeah, but there's and a whole like... Yeah. So like I thought that they just removed the the metal Yeah. From his chest, and then he just kind of kept the the reactor. Yeah. But, apparently, they sewed that
0: shit up. So, So it's kind of just for decoration now.
1: Yeah, but, like, how, okay. Why does he have the arc reactor, like, how can he put it against his skin? Like, I get it being kind of built into the shirt and whatever, but the skin? Kind of weird. He super glued the shit
0: out of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then, like, we also got to see uh, Nebula handling an infection. So get, apparently, he can get like the scar gets infected. Oh yeah, it needs to be fixed or whatever. So brings up a lot of Iron Man questions. Yeah. Um, but we get to so after he throws his whole
0: fit, I think after that it jumps to five years later, doesn't it? No, it's when um. The remaining uh, Avengers um, oh, find out where right. Thanos is. I'm dumb. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they find out where Thanos is because he's used the stones again. Um, they find out he's uh out living on a farm because that's what uh, he always told Nebula. What was his dream after he had balanced the universe when he was working on her? Yep. That's that was a a bummer. Yeah. I hear. Right? I'm like, that's depressing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so they travel to... Uh, what, what was the planet again? I don't know the name of the planet. Okay, just, right. They just
1: called it the Garden.
0: Yeah. I um, think. So when they arrive there, Captain Marvel goes to see if he has, like, an army or anything down there. Nothing, it's just him. So, basically, as Thanos is cooking his dinner, they freaking ambush his ass. um, And... Literally start questioning him about where the stones are because they're not in the gauntlet anymore. And rock when Rocket turns it over, Um and he said that. Uh, oh, are you he... forgetting that Thor chopped his arm off? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> that was that. insane. Yeah, like
1: I kind of saw it coming. I didn't. Like I kind of like when they were holding his arm out, and I'm yeah. like, uh, like once Thor came in, I was like, okay, he's losing that arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: See, so, yeah. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead a little bit. Uh, Captain Marvel uh, Choke holds Thanos, and then War Machine comes in, and doesn't he hold his uh, right hand down? Yeah. And then who holds his left? Uh, Banner and the Hulkbuster. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. And then, yeah, H- uh, Thor comes in bashing, cuts off his left hand. Rocket turns over the gaunt- uh, the hand with the gauntlet. The Infinity Stones aren't there anymore. Uh, Kind of like, what the hell, what happened to them? And then he says... He basically turned them to...
1: So, he reduced them to atoms. That, thank you. That's what... He, he used the stones to destroy the stones. Yeah. And there have been theories going around, like, what does that mean? And they're just... So, you know how the Ancient One in New York described that the stones create what we view as the linear timeline. Mm-hmm. So taking one out kind of makes a separate timeline and yeah. whatever. So, so
0: while well, one with, timeline can be fine, another one gets messed up. Yeah, so what the
1: Russos set like, came out and said is that Thanos didn't say he destroyed the stones, he reduced them to atoms. So that they can still kind of be in play a little bit. Okay. Because, obviously, there's still a linear timeline. Yeah. That can be affected and whatnot, and kind of cool yeah um yeah so he just he reduces them to atoms they can't do anything with the stones anymore i was expecting him to be a little bit more messed up because he looked jacked from just destroying half the universe but he was jacked from destroying the stones too yeah i was expecting a little bit more
0: i did too I kind of want Funko to make a Funko Pop of how he looked after he destroyed the stones. That'd
1: be badass. There's so many figures that could come out of this. Yeah. I want Thor, or no, I want Fat Thor.
0: (laughs) The dad bod Thor? I
1: want dad bod Thor. Dude, when I left the movie, I told Brielle, like, I'm not as, I don't look as bad as Thor. (laughs) But I told Brielle when we were leaving, I'm like, how do you like being married to someone that looks better than Thor? <laughs> oh my gosh. That was pretty great. Yeah. It made me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> when it, which it shouldn't have, but it did. Yeah, so he destroyed the, the stones. And then the most shocking thing ever. Yeah. Thor freaking chops off his head. Every... Like this... the. The theater was absolutely silent through yeah. that.
0: And I sure as hell was. Oh, I was, was like, whoo! <laughs> and Brock, it's just like, what did you do? I went for the head. That, that, I wanted to laugh a little bit, but I didn't. I know. Like, it's kind
1: of funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not. Yeah. It, yeah. It's. 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 It, it was a it was a weird line. It was. I think under different circumstances, it would have been fun. I want to know why Rocket was freaking out because everyone knows the world was better without
0: Thanos. It's true, but it, it was honestly like really sad just watching Nebula have to wipe off her own dad's blood off her face. Yeah, I
1: really like how they handle Thanos's death in front of Gamora and Nebula. I
0: agree. I think with well.
1: Nebula being super robotic, but still having a little bit of a emotion, like a bit of a heart, yeah. it like affected li- her, but not as much as it did Gamora.
0: It did, and I like that towards the before uh, Thor chops off, um, Thanos' head. How uh, like he says, um, I forget what he like he says. Like you know, like I turned them into um, not dust. What is it again? Atoms. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I can't remember who calls him a liar. Um, But Nebula's like, my father's many things, but a liar is not one of them.
1: I'm pretty sure it's Thor that calls him a liar.
0: I think so, too. But,
1: yeah, like, you kind of get feel for Nebula being, like, like kind of de- not defending him, but just kind of confirming what they know. Yeah. Just being like, yeah, it, if he says that's what he did, that's probably what he did. Yeah. Which says a lot about her. It does. Because I think Gamora's done the same thing. Like, he... Think... Like, with... uh, She's never called him out on lying. No. But she's... You kind of get that same thing with uh, Thanos, what he says to Gamora in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Being like, I raised you to be many things, but I didn't raise you to be a liar. Maybe that's why you're so bad at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was kind of a callback to it Infinity was. War. Yeah, it was. But... Chris Hemsworth did amazing with that scene cuz i liked his face during that I, he I, just it looked like he was going through he wasn't looking at anyone he wasn't even looking at thanos i don't think he was just kind of staring off into space yeah and you could tell that he was dealing with a lot you got that right <laughs> it's like damn uh Like, there were so many just exemplary uh,
0: performances in this. What was your favorite part of the story? It's actually, it's, like, the most heart-wrenching scene for me, and it's just because of, like, how great the acting is, and just because I love these two characters so much and having to see them choose who, sadly, has to sacrifice themselves. Um like, literally, them fighting to the death of who's who's going over, mm-hmm. like, really killed me. <clears throat> and just, like I said, like, the acting between these two is just incredible. Um, I don't know, can I spoil this scene? Or should I wait? Yeah, you can spoil this okay. scene. Okay, so, so,
1: like, so... Sorry for cutting you off. You're good. So, after that, it kind of jumps, to, yeah, five, so yeah, so jumps, jumps five to five years, years, years later. Um man gets freed from a rat. Yeah, that
0: was kind of that was kind of a convenient plot
1: device. It was totally a convenient plot device. I, they, lazy writing. That rat is the real hero of Endgame, <laughs> dude. the The rat's the reason Endgame happened. Yeah. Like, I, how would you have fixed that?
0: I honestly don't know how else you could have gotten someone to push the button to turn back on the quantum realm.
1: I would have had someone, like, break in.
0: Okay, that actually would have been smart. Yeah, because, tra- I mean, like, if, if you're looking at it from, like, a, a thief's perspective, that looks like a lot of expensive shit. So you're going to, like, you're going to want to, like, pry that shit off and try to resell it at, like, a pawn shop or something.
1: Yeah, and then all they'd have to do is kind of bust, o- like, cause, what did the rat do? Push the button? Yeah, I think so. So all you'd have to do is bust the window open. Yeah. And then, like, have some glass or just something in the van fall and hit the button.
0: Yeah, that's true. And
1: then, obviously, that stuff would have started kicking up, and then the thieves
0: could have been like, oh, let's go. Or whatever. That, yeah, that that actually would have been a lot better.
1: Yeah, other than a rat, even Br- Brielle was just like, that was dumb.
0: <laughs> it's Splinter in disguise. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ninja Turtles are canon. Yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Ant-Man gets freed. Oh, we have to talk about the scene with him and Cassie.
0: All that... So, he doesn't know
1: what the hell's going on. Yeah.
0: And just when he's walking down the street and this kid rides by, uh, by with his bike and he's like, hey, kid, what the hell happened? Like, the kid just, like, gives him, like, kind of like a... like. I can't believe you're asking me that question. Like how do you like like in a way it's like, are you like trying to make a joke here? Or that something? kid's face said a lot. It did. I like, was like, props damn. to him. Yeah. Like, damn. And then like you see him like wipe his nose a little bit and then he just, just keeps writing. Yeah. I was like,
2: like, could
1: you I imagine like that scene like really happening. I thought watching it over, like the second time. That, like, that scene kind of stuck out to me because I was just like, really? Like, the kid's not going to say anything and then he just rides off. But after thinking about it, being like, okay, I'm in a world where half of the people just disappeared and some assholes just like, what happened? Like, are you serious? Like, I that doesn't even deserve a response. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, now I can kind of see where the kid's coming from. Yeah,
0: I completely agree. Yeah, if you've, like, missed, uh, if you're, like, one of your loved ones, or many of your loved ones have been gone for five years, and someone says that, I feel you're going to take it mostly as a joke that they're trying, like, is dark humor. Because you think that everyone knows what happened by now. Yeah. And then
1: he sees the, like, the. The mon- yeah it's kind of a monument yeah, yeah a monument. I was gonna say shrine but it's more of a
0: monument of uh the ones that were um the snapped away yeah the vanished thank you yeah um and, like you just see him like in a frantic... in a fr- uh-uh. is it frantic yeah okay just seeing him like trying to make sure that Cassie's name is not on one of those and he ends up actually finding his own name um
1: did you notice the funky uh order of the letters yeah it's kind of weird yeah because on one side he was looking through the l's jumped to the other s- side of a different one and he saw the d's and then he went back to the other side and there were l's again I'm like that's kind of person weird. who
0: did this does did not know how to alphabetize yeah
1: i want to know where they got all the names like if they just th- made random names oh. up or if they did like the people that worked on it. <laughs> I was. I was just gonna ask you.
0: That would be so cool if they did, dude.
1: That would, like that would be the highlight. Like I would even if it was like a fraction of a frame, I'd just be like, look, <laughs> I'm in this
0: movie, <laughs> dude. I gotta find that out now. Someone needs to ask the Russos that cause I want to know. Yeah, I want to Google, Google some amazing. of the names. That's amazing. If they did,
1: I think what we should do when the movie comes out on. Blu ray or digital, whichever one we get our hands on first, because I'm sure Bronson's
0: going to buy it on digital. But you got to wait for me to get it, and then I give you the digital. I know. Copy. So
1: I, when you give me the digital, I I put in my code. Yeah. Just so if Bronson decides to be an asshole and changes his Amazon password or whatever, oh, okay. I still have those movies. All right, respect, respect. Because I did that. Or he bought Venom, yeah. and then I put in the code for Venom, and now I have a copy on a different account oh okay amazon there you go cool So yeah um but yeah when that scene comes up we should google some of the names we should let's do it (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah he ends up seeing his name and then he goes to the house and he sees grown-up cassie and this is where i'm this is the scene where i thought Paul Rudd knocked it out of the freaking park. He,
0: he really did. Like holy shit, his acting was amazing in this. Mhm. Just It's like seeing how he was literally on the verge of tears and just the one line where he's like, "You're so big now." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh." Dude, cuz like what else do you say? Yeah. I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, if, my, like, if my daughter was his, gro- that much grown.
1: I think it took him a uh, a while to kind of realize what happened yeah because he she came out was just hysterical and was just like looking at him and then hugged him like really hard and then you kind of see him like have that panic face like okay who the hell is this for a second and then i think that was when you see the like the sadness but also like the joy of seeing his daughter again like all those emotions in his
0: face and you're just like oh yeah it was it was it was truly amazing. Like his acting, yeah. I I don't think Paul Rudd's ever been bad in anything he's acted in. Really. Yeah, there's not been a single thing that he's been bad in. Yeah. Um, but then after that, Paul, uh, Scott uh goes to the um Avengers headquarters, um, to where where he tells uh, Black Widow and Cap, um, about the Quantum Realm and um, how there might be a way to reverse all of this. Um, and I love how, I love the joke where he's like, I know, I'm probably sounding crazy right now. Black Widow's like, Scott, I get emails from a raccoon nowadays. Nothing sounds crazy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really liked like that
1: when he was talking about how time works in the quantum realm. Yeah,
0: like how it, five years is like five minutes? Or is it five oh, hours? Yeah.
1: Five years felt like five hours. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Which begs the question how
1: were hope and hank talking to him <laughs> if that's how time works that's a good point
0: you're thinking too far into this Caleb
1: I know I like <laughs> I have to like I went and watched it again as a as a critic and these all came up oh. I had no issues with the the first time I'm just like whatever goes <laughs> <laughs> second time I'm like okay we need to think about this rationally <laughs> i need to watch ant-man and the wasp again to really think about that yeah it's a curious thing mm-hmm. like um, maybe he just got shot out in the f- like 5 years in the future like maybe he got caught in one of those time things that he was supposed to yeah. avoid and then it just shot him out to the future Find or he's just not really good with time and he's like, I've been in there for five hours. Been in there for like half a, like not even close to that.
0: <laughs> Find out in the Ant-Man the Wasp 3. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> um, then after that, uh, the three of them go to uh Tony's new cabin that he has uh, built. He's kind of built his own family where he has a kid. He has a daughter with Pepper. Morgan Stark. And it's so <laughs> sweet. Like oh, it kills me how cute she is. She's so adorable.
1: I think um, they went a little lax with the child actor.
0: You didn't like her?
2: She wasn't great.
0: I thought she did a really good job. I think
1: she did a good job. I don't think she was great. Um, like I think the whole like, Cassie in Ant Man did a lot better than Morgan.
0: But she was maybe a little older. Yeah. Yeah. I think Morgan's like a couple years younger than Cassie was Mm. in the first Ant Man. So you got to cut her a little slack. You're acting shows. (laughs) (laughs) You're a dick. I know. Um, Then after that, they talk to uh, Tony about the whole Quantum Realm thing. He basically says, no. Like, I'm not losing what I already have. Um, And so, what was it? They go back to the Avengers uh, headquarters, um, but Tony's like actually like thinking, like he's thinking about it. He's working on it. And he finally actually like is able to find a way to actually like properly execute time travel mm-hmm. with the uh, the quantum realm. Um, so he goes back to them, says, you know, like you know, I have what we, uh, I have what it takes to where we can actually do it. But at literally all stakes, I have to keep what I already have. I want to bring everybody back, but I have to keep what I already have. Um, and then after that it's focused on getting because uh, 'cause they're trying to get the whole team together, so it's focused on Ronan getting, not Ronan, sorry. He's after. So it's focused on getting Thor and uh Banner and Rocket are sent after to get Thor. Um and that's where uh they meet uh dad Bod Thor. <laughs> which was hilarious. Oh my gosh, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Um and he's like built a whole new Asgard by the docks. Um we see Valkyrie as well. Um and then we get to see Korg uh playing Fortnite. And That's
1: going to be a really outdated joke. Yeah, once it really Fortnite is. Dies.
0: What I'm trying to think of a better game that they could have been playing. Like no, that's too yeah, no they couldn't put that in there cuz it's rated M. What? I was going to say Grand Theft Auto. But they can't put that in there. Uh, cuz yeah, like the graphics improve, but Grand Theft Auto doesn't really get dated.
1: Yeah, um, they just kind of update Grand Theft Auto. So, yeah. but you kind of get the gist. Yeah, but yeah. But Fortnite's eventually going to die. <laughs> yeah, I hope. Praying. Um, I hate that game, and it's solely too. because they don't give me a tutorial.
0: <laughs> they don't. They just throw your ass in there. Yeah,
1: it's like freaking Hunger Games. Good <laughs> effing luck,
0: <laughs> and may the odds be ever in your favor. Yeah. Um. I,
1: mean, I really like the dad bod Thor. I do
0: too. It's really fun. I especially love uh, when uh Korg is like, Hey Thor, that, that uh mean jerk's online again he's like, Oh let me let me talk to him and he's just like if I forget what he says. Calls him uh, a little weasel. Says yeah. he's going to fly over <laughs> to his mom's basement. And, and ch- chop sh- off his arms and legs. And he's like, oh yeah, go go ahead and go cry to your little mommy. <laughs> so then he hands it back to Corey. He's like, if he gives you any other problems, just let me know. <laughs> Still being a hero. Yep. Um,
1: you could really see that Thor had a major guilty conscience. Yeah. Like he was, he was struggling. He, I think he, I mean, he became an alcoholic. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. There's no. If I was like, yeah, I was <laughs> like, don't deny that. No, he, so he was an alcoholic. He, I think there was a lot of survivor's guilt in this movie. There was. There really was. There was a lot, or especially with Thor, being kind of blaming himself. For everything, because he had every opportunity to go for Thanos's head, mm-hmm. but didn't. Yeah, and it just shows that, or showed that, Thor is flawed, and he was—he's supposed to be, at least in his mind, the person that's not. He's supposed to be the the god, mm-hmm. the person that doesn't make mistakes, but he did, and it just shows how human he
0: is. Yes. I completely agree
1: And I think that's something that he was struggling
0: with a lot throughout this movie Agreed Um, So after uh, Rocket and Banner are able to get Thor um, Natasha is uh, sent to get Clint um, And sees how he's become Ronan
1: They never actually call him that, do they? No, they don't
0: But I mean, they only called him Hawkeye once And uh, uh, Natasha calls him that in the Avengers um, but just even their exchange there when, uh, he's like, uh, don't, and she's like, don't what, don't give me hope. Like, cause she brings up, like, we might have a way to, um, reverse all of this. Um, just, and somehow she's, well, I don't, I feel like she would have been able to get him to go otherwise any, e anyway, I don't know. Like kick his ass again. <laughs> yeah. There we go. There we go. Yeah. It's like you're coming with me, whether I have to bring you there, uh Drag you by the bow <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Well he didn't have his bow. He only had a sword. Okay, that brings up a question. Does he have the retractable bow again now? Because it seemed like that.
1: Yes. Okay. I think he did. Because like in the Because he had it he had a quiver.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh huh. Yeah,
1: I I'm pretty sure he had a his retractable bow.
0: Okay, because yeah, like there's like the one scene where he like gets up and then all of a sudden like he like brings it out and like Pulls out. I'm like, okay, where the hell was that? <laughs> you did not Me have magic <laughs> <laughs> uh you were holding a sword like five seconds ago. Where the hell did the bow come from? <laughs> what in the shit <laughs> um yeah, so they get all of them back to uh, Avenger's headquarters um they work out how to time travel with the quantum realm where and- all the stones are yep, uh they have three teams um and away the, the movie goes really.
1: Yeah. Um yeah, we get the team that travels to the Battle of New
0: York to collect the was the time, term... space, and Okay, so it was the Tesseract, Doctor Strange's Oh,
1: and the the Mind Stone. Yes, thank you. Okay, and then they sent Thor and Rocket to Asgard to retrieve the reality stone mm-hmm. during the events of Thor the Dark World. And then they sent War Machine, Nebula, Hawkeye, and Black Widow to 2014 to space Mm -hmm. so they could retrieve the soul
0: and power stone. Yep. And Nebula and War Machine are sent to get the power stone while Hawkeye and Widow are sent to get the soul stone. Yeah. Dude, their plan was damn near foolproof. It was. Until... And,
1: th- dude, this is where I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> was when, like, I thought they were just going to run into Nebula when they, went. so Nebula gives War Machine this whole spiel saying, like, oh, we need to wait for Quill to come and do all this shit, like, just to come here so we can get his equipment to come and take the Power Stone. Yeah. And... He's like, we need to be care, or she says, we need to be careful, because it's he's not the only one hunting the stone, and he's, War Machine's like, oh, who else, and she's just like, well,
0: my sister, yeah. my father, and me. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: oh, shit. <laughs> like, I thought that they were just going to show up out of nowhere, until we see 2014 Nebula project War Machine in yeah. front of
0: 2014
1: Thanos, <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs>
0: Dude, and Especially like when when they have the power stone and they get ready to go and then Nebula starts glistening. I'm like, you gotta be shitting me. No. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. This plan was foolproof. <laughs> uh, it was the same thing with... Um, sorry, I, I just spit on your laptop. I apologize. Um, it was the same thing with uh, Iron Man, Cap, and Ant-Man when they go to achieve uh, all their stones. And they have the Tesseract, but then the Hulk busts through the door and knocks it out of their hand. And Loki grabs it and then just vanishes. And he's like, Oh shit! And Ant, Man, Ant Man's like, that wasn't supposed to happen, was it? Nope.
1: <laughs> I love that. That that was great. The so Hulk went to go retrieve the time stone from Doctor Strange, but it ended up that it was five years too soon. Yeah,
0: it's five years too early.
1: Yeah, and then uh, we get a really good interaction with the Ancient One.
0: That was <laughs> like when she like pounded the Hulk out of him and he's like well and she's like let's try that again shall we? <laughs> Dude like I, like I would have
1: shriveled up I'd be like
2: oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like yes ma'am that that would have been my first reaction <laughs> yes ma'am yeah
1: and then they have like this whole conversation and Hulk eventually convinces her to give up the time yeah. stone um but with the Tesseract they are all in Avengers Tower yep. and the uh, Rumlow and a El- lot Of the secret Hydra agents are getting ready to take the Mind Stone to Strucker. Yep. But Captain America intervenes with them in this freaking elevator. And I'm pretty sure that's, like, all the guys from the original elevator scene in Winter Soldier. I
0: want to say it is, too. It looks like it.
1: I was was so freaking prepped for another, like... Elevator
0: fight scene. I know, I was too. So freaking prepped. But then he just leans over to, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? I forget. But he's like, no, 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 it's okay. Hail Hydra. I'm like, dude, oh, our, shit. The,
1: the the theater lost their mind. They they <laughs> did.
0: Um, but so like during the whole New York scene, my favorite joke of the whole movie is said, and <laughs> <laughs> to- <laughs> when Tony's, uh, when they're like at the top of the tower. Um, and they're like, you know, like uh, arresting Loki and everything, and uh, Tony's like, you know, Cap, I forgot those pant that that suit really did nothing for your ass, and Ant Man just had the knower. He's like, don't listen to him, Cap. As far as I'm aware, that's America's ass.
1: <laughs> Dude, I, I, I... <laughs> Paul Rudd made this movie,
0: and then just to top it all off, after uh. Steve def, uh, Oh, so his... he
1: gets the mind, yeah. or he gets the scepter and starts walking, and then he runs into himself.
0: Yep. And I love his line where he's just like, ah, oh, he gotta be shitting. Me. <laughs> and then he follows up with another great line, he's like, I can do this all day. Yeah, I know, I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, he comes face-to-face with himself, and then they get in a fight. Yep. Uh,
0: 2012, Captain America freaking kicked ass. <laughs> he did, like, <laughs> damn. Um... But yeah, no, so like after, um, uh, 2019 cap, or I don't know, like how far
1: it's okay. So we have to assume with, with the events of infinity war that all took place in 2018. Okay. If we,
0: so five years in the future makes that 2023. I think so. So 2023 cap is able to keep able to kick 2012 caps ass. Um, Amen as he's by down, cheating, yeah. <laughs> well, well, he's down at the ground. He looks. Uh, he lo- he looks at Captain. He's Cap like he's wiping like, himself off. He's like, man, that really is America's ass. That <laughs> 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 uh, was my. That might be my favorite MCU joke ever. That, that was is just my amazing. favorite MCU joke. <laughs> that was just amazing. <laughs> oh, that was great.
1: But I I prefer like, out of everyone who said it. Ant-Man's was the best delivery. Oh, yeah, he
0: did. Considering he was the one that he started saying it. He's like, that's America's <laughs> ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so
1: good. Um, I, Were you... I don't know about you, but when I saw Captain America start leaning over to the Hydra agents, like, when he started like leaning in real close, I was like, No. No, and then he said Hail Hydra, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> that scene was just epic. That I did I not was, see that coming. I know, I kind of, I was, that made up for not me not getting another <laughs> elevator fight scene. <sighs>
0: oh, yeah, I did not see that coming at all. That Dude, was no one did, everyone yeah. was just like, what? <laughs> it was funny, it's like, when Cap, like, went, uh... Went on like Hydra side in the comics, like a lot of people hated that. But in the just like that so l- little they, joke, they hated
1: that strictly because that's all they saw. Yeah. They thought that Captain America was always Hydra. But what really happened is the Red Skull found a way to manipulate what Steve Rogers perceived as his past, oh, and instead okay. of him being raised and where it was like the government and all this patriotism shit hit like it his they ch- he changed his past to be like he was raised by Hydra. And then oh. that's why he became a, a Hydra agent. Okay. So it it wasn't him actually being Hydra, it was Red Skull manipulating his past or what he thought was his past. Like he kind of went into Steve Rogers' brain and changed his what he thought was his past. Yeah, yeah. So that's what happened. Not he just suddenly Hydra. <laughs> okay, all right. That makes more sense. Yeah, but I loved how they kind of pulled that in to this. Um, but yeah. So they had the Mind Stone. They got the the time or Hulk got the Time Stone. Um, but they missed out on the tesseract and i loved uh ant-man's little temper tantrum (laughs) where he's like you never wanted to do a time heist (laughs) Uh, like you ruined it (laughs) um but then cap and iron man come up with an idea because they know that there's a place that they can get I think More it was part R- Tony's idea. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think Cap had it. Okay, yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he needed Cap's help. Yeah. So they leave Iron Man, and this no, is they like leave a Ant-Man. really good Ant Man's. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> so many Man, Spider Man, Ant Man, Iron Man.
0: Reminds me of that joke in Infinity War when he's like, "Who's Scott Ant Man? There's an Ant Man and a Spider Man."
1: Yeah. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, Tony gets an idea to go back into the 70s in, like, New Jersey, I think. I think that's where it was. Where it's the supposed birthplace of Captain America, and where they know that the Tesseract is being held, Mm -hmm. and there is also a place for them to get Pym Particles. And I... This might be... so So, this scene... And the scene with Thor, when they were in the past, probably two of my favorite scenes from this. I would have to agree. Yeah. So he go, or so Tony goes down, breaks out the tesseract, and everything. I'm still
0: amazed he was able to do it so easily.
1: Yeah. Like damn. When he was like doing that weird torch thing. Yeah. The camera was kind of funky. I didn't notice that. I'll like, you it. just noticed
0: how it went dark. And then you could, like, see how he was going down. No, I didn't notice that. Huh. I mean, I plan to see this movie at least two more times in theaters. Yeah, so. pay
1: attention to that when he's, like, torching the, the
0: door. Okay. Um,
1: Yeah, and then he runs into his dad. That's gotta be the most awkward thing ever to do. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But
0: I feel like they have a really nice... Conversation. They really do. I loved that. Like how Tony reassures him that, you know, everything's going to be okay. Like even though you're having a kid, I promise everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a good dad. Yeah. And
1: then he kind of gets the goodbye that he never got. Yeah. And kind of gets that relationship with his dad that he felt he never had. Yeah. And. Gives him an awkward hug. A really awkward <laughs> hug. <laughs> um, Then Cap gets to see Peggy again.
0: That was so... Heartbreaking. Yeah, it was sweet and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah, I thought she was gonna look at him. I did too, like... She was like...
1: He he was right there!
0: Yeah, like the blinds weren't closed like half-masked. Those bitches were wide open. So how the hell did she not see him? Yeah, I was expecting them to do like a...
1: She looked up after he was leaving... Yeah, that would have made a lot of sense. but Yeah, something like that. I mean, come on. <laughs> but he... Or they leave, get the stones and everything. And then, like I said, my other favorite scene was with Thor. And you get to see how he's really struggling mm-hmm. with everything. With Rocket. And Rocket's just like, get your shit together, man. And... He like runs off and goes and like tries to spy on his mom, but his mom catches him. And I love the the whole you should or leave the sneaking around to your
0: brother. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, lo- I love the um like how like he still keeps the playing off that like no 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 I'm the real Thor I'm the real Thor. And she's like I was raised by witches boy I, I already know that you're really not him. And
1: I love like it's kind of told like. It, that scene was, like, super relatable. Like, I haven't had a whole lot of these moments with my mom, but there ha- I. there's a couple I've had... where I've gone and been trying to talk to her about something, but not try- being up front, and then she just kind of knows.
0: I've had the same with my
2: mother.
1: Yeah, and then uh, she's just like, alright, you did this, didn't you? And then I just, like, exactly what he did, like, I'm totally from the future. <laughs> But the, like, mo- like
0: mother, a mother knows everything. It's it, it's scary. Yeah, it's freaking how insane. How a mother knows everything. Mm.
1: And <sighs> someone worded it like really good that it was just a moment. He was d- dealing with something where he needed his mom, mm-hmm. and the like the only person in the world that could fix it was his mom. And I'm really glad that he got that moment. I am too. Like I feel he had like the per- like a really good send off with Odin. Yep. But he never got that send off with No Frigga.
0: Yeah. Like when the scene starts and uh Rocket's like who's the I forget what he says, but he's like, Oh, who's the lady with all the, you know, like fancy get up And he's like, That's my mother and he's like, Today's the day she dies He's like, Oh, that that's today <laughs> I think Rocket knew like oh shit. <laughs> yeah. I love how he, like, burst through the door after, like, getting the stone. He's like, oh, you must be mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. I, there was a... He He needed that. He did. And I and think that helped his character a it lot. Really,
0: it was a great character moment. One of the best that Thor's had yeah. throughout the MCU. Definitely.
1: There's definitely... Like, that. that's something you're never going to get from, like, Superman or Batman. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you're never going to get a moment where... I mean, well, Batman's entire life is about needing his parents, <laughs> but you're, not wrong. you're never gonna get the moment from like Wonder Woman or Superman where they just—they're just so human that they need something that everyone needs. Yeah, they just need their mom. They just need their dad or whatever. You never get that because no. everyone's parents are dead. <laughs> yep. And I feel like that's something that DC doesn't do very well with their characters that Marvel just excels at. But everyone's just like, "Oh well, DC heroes are stronger."
0: Yeah, Marvel characters are
1: emotionally better. Yeah,
0: they're physically or they're physically stronger, but emotionally, no, nah, I'd have to give that to Marvel.
1: Yeah. Like, and you can just relate with them a little, like a lot better. Oh yeah, I um, completely agree. We already talked about, or so. Getting into the scene with, um, we we talked about War Machine and Nebula having to deal with the past. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, jumping to, like, there's a lot of, like, individual things that we can go on for, like, forever about, but, like, once we get past this one, I think it speeds up pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Um, so, this is my favorite scene of the movie. Um, and just because, like I said, like the acting is just amazing by Jeremy Renner and Scarlett Johansson. Um, and this is when, uh, so they're traveling up, uh, what's the planet that the Soulstone is on? Vormir. Vormir. Um, so they travel up the hill, and when they start, I didn't catch it when they started traveling up the hill, but when I saw the Red Skull, I'm like, ah, shit. I was like, oh shit, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Almost almost ruined my mic. Um, yeah, when I saw the Red Skull, I'm like, oh shit, you gotta be kidding me. Um, so, you know, the Red Skull's like, oh, you know, uh, what, what was it? Uh, Natasha, daughter of, uh, daughter of, um, Ivan, and then Clint, son of Edith, wasn't that? Yeah. I think so. Um, and so, you know, like he goes over the whole thing, you know, like you have to trade a soul for a soul. And after the scene is over, uh, Clint's just like, eh, hey, hey." he's like, "Eh, that guy's like crazy. Like, I did not expect that like jump cut or whatever. Um, but then I wish
1: that they would have done like, or like you heard him. He's like, maybe he's bullshitting us. (laughs) Yeah.
0: She's like, but he knew my daddy's name. He's like, what is that supposed to mean? She's like, well, I didn't. I I still don't know if I believe him. He could be making up a name, but
1: yeah, like Ivan's a real stereotypical <laughs> yeah Russian name. Yeah, um, like there's so many like Russian folklore
0: stories where it's I do Edith is not that well known, so like yeah, Edith Barton that makes sense. Um, but so basically, uh, you know, uh, Natasha's like you know like I've been waiting five years to you know basically have a chance to bring everybody back. And this is the only chance that we get. And Clint's like, um, no, this is the chance that I get to save my family. And you know what I've become Natasha after killing all these people. And she's like, well, you didn't, um, you didn't judge me when you, uh, what, what I did in the past. So I'm not going to judge you right now. And he's just like, you know, you're a pain in my ass. And he's like, okay, you win. And so, you know, she's getting ready to jump and he knocks her down. And he's just like, tell my family I love him. She tumbles over knocks him down. Shoots him with a a widow sting, I think. Yeah. Widow sting. He's like uh, She's like, you tell him yourself. She starts running. And then he pulls out. I would assume, yeah, he has a retractable bow now. Because he just all of a sudden pulls it out and shoots an explosive arrow at her. Uh, She flies over. He starts running off the cliff. Jumps. And then she catches him with one of her grappling hooks. And basically is able to make it to where, like, no matter what he does, he can't, like, break it. Unless he lets go of her. And he's like, damn you. Um, and oh, this is just where the waterworks started. Um, well, actually, it started before this. But like, this is when they really started. And she's just like, let me go. And he's like, no, 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 pl- please no. And she's like, it's okay. And he like, he's like, just please. And she kicks, kicks off. And... <sighs> Freaking emotional, dude.
1: We get to see someone forced off. And then we get to see someone jump. Yep. And that is just heartbreaking. Um, After that scene, we get... uh, It jumps to, like, them going back to the present. Mm -hmm. um, Putting together the stones on the Infinity Gauntlet that Iron Man builds. Which looks badass. I hope that they make a Funko figure... For that infinity, I do
0: too. Okay, that will that be one of the Hulk moments you actually buy? Or Or if they
1: put so, I want like, no, just like the like the you know, how they did with the infinity gauntlet. Oh, so you just
0: want that gauntlet, yeah. Well, Well,
1: I want one with Thor or with Hulk, too. Okay,
0: they just better not make that movie moment exclusive.
1: Oh, I will throw a fit, (laughs) yeah. So he does the snap. And everyone start like comes back to life. Like uh, you the first interaction you get is with uh, Hawkeye. He his phone starts ringing as Laura, and you're just like, "No, my gosh." Um. But during this, oh, past Nebula disguises herself as future Nebula.
0: Yeah, dude, for a second, I actually, like, forgot about all that. I know! So, like, when she snuck off, and, like, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's um, that's past Nebula. Shit.
1: And then Sanctuary 2 comes flying out of the building, and
0: that was insane. Dude, when that, like, first, like, crashed into the Avengers headquarters, I thought Ant-Man was dead. I did, too! (laughs) I was like, no!
1: Shit. I noticed the second time he, he sh- was shrinking.
0: Oh, okay. That was my biggest question. Okay, that's good. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm like 99% sure he started shrinking. I'll have
0: to look for that when I say the third time.
1: Um, But yeah, then it's just Hailstorm, and then him, or, yeah, so it's just Hailstorm, everyone's under this, the building, mm-hmm. and then they, the main three, Iron Man, Cap, and Thor go out and meet Thanos and get into the most epic fight ever. That was amazing. Um, oh, we forgot to say it. Thor actually stole Mjolnir from the past. Oh, yeah. And so he had both Mjolnir and Stormbreaker and used them both in battle like a freaking boss. I liked his like how the beard was when like when he was battle ready. Yeah, it it worked. It really did. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure how Battle Thor was gonna look, but Battle Thor looked pretty
0: sick. Yeah, he really did. Um, yeah, so they go out, fight Thanos, and... Thanos kind of kicks Thor in Iron Man's ass, and then kind of, like, caps left, and he, like, literally destroys his shield. Um, and... I don't know, like, after that, like, you see him, like... T-
1: <laughs> you're missing a huge part. What'd I miss? No, you're missing that... So, he's fighting Iron Man. Iron Man, like builds like a i don't even know what it would be called like just a a port for <sighs> thor to shoot the lightning oh in yeah and uses that to charge My bad. the lightning or shoot a blast at thanos thanos th- smashes iron man into a building and he gets knocked out thor starts going after him and battling him with both the hammers and he knocks one of them away and He calls Stormbreaker to him, but Thanos catches it and starts going to push it into Thor's chest. And then you see Mjolnir fly up and just, like, pound Thanos in the head. And then it comes flying back. And it goes past Thor. And and Captain America freaking catches Mjolnir like a boss.
0: I apologize that I went past that part. I apologize. Holy shit, dude. I love Thor's line. Our I theater. knew it. Our theater yeah. went nuts, just like clapping all <laughs> around. Like, oh,
1: yeah, and then, yeah, like what you said, or Thor's just like, I knew it. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, it was great. Oh, like there, there was no better ending to that. No, there wasn't. There really wasn't. Uh, um. But yeah, he eventually starts breaking or gets or Captain America starts getting his ass whooped. Um, Thanos, yeah, Thanos starts breaking the shield and kicks his ass five ways to Sunday. And then we start hearing on his communicator, Sam, calling him, saying like, Cap, you read me, Cap, Cap. And he's just like, what? And then you start seeing the little he's like, the on your portal on.
0: Yeah, because he's like on your left.
1: And then he turns around, and then Black Panther, Akoya, and Shuri come walking out of the portal. And, oh, that scene gave me chills, dude. I, uh, just seeing all those heroes return. All the heroes return. Yep. Um, The one that got the biggest reaction was Spider-Man.
0: Rightfully so, I think so. Um, But then, I think, like, the best part... Was when Cap shouted out Avengers Assemble. I'm like, oh "Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Freaking nerdgasm. I can't remember the last time I smiled that hard. It's been quite a while. Yeah.
1: So they continue the fight. Thanos starts losing. And calls down like a hailstorm. In the middle of his fight with freaking Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Who was just like... When she came in front of him, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) And I I love
0: his reaction. He's like, I don't even know you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you took
1: everything from me. And he's like, who this bitch? (laughs) 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 And she freaking like wrecks him. And then that's when he calls down the hailstorm. And at that time, Spidey's trying to keep the Infinity gone. Like, they play a big game of keep away. They do. Like Hawkeye gives it to Panther. Panther gives it to Spidey. Yeah. Spidey's just holding it. I love like a boss.
0: But I love uh, like after like uh, Hawkeye is able to keep it away from uh, all those uh, aliens or whatever. He's like resting there for a minute, and Nebula comes up. and He's like, "Oh hey, I know you," and gives it to her. And then she's like, "Father, I've He's like, "Oh shit, what?" He's <laughs> like face no, is like he's, what?
1: Like, he's like resting, and then she's
0: like, "Father," and he's like, "What?" <laughs> Oh, he was smart. Though when uh, past Nebula has a gun pointed at him, and then uh, the future Nebula and Gamora come in, as they're like talking, he like just runs runs off and is like just hiding in the corner. He made a smart call just so he doesn't have any chance of getting shot. Yeah, like Hawkeye is is smart. Oh yeah, no Clint is very smart.
1: Um, trying to think of anything. Yeah, so then it's like that keep away game. Um and then after everyone's getting blasted, the Captain Marvel comes down, yep. wrecks Sanctuary two and comes and collects the Infinity Gauntlet from Captain or from Spidey. Yep. And I love his little his little deal, his Man. whole like, I'm Peter Parker. <laughs> hey Peter Parker, you got
0: something for me? <laughs> like, yeah, good luck getting it through all those guys. Yeah, um, I found it funny that. So, like, it was awesome seeing the Black Order back, but I, <laughs> I thought this was funny. Corvus Glaive went out in the exact same way he did in Infinity War. Cause in, with in, a Koya. Huh? Yeah. In, <laughs> well, Infinity War, he stabbed in the chest with his own spear by vision, but in this one, he stabbed through the chest with a Koya spear. <laughs> 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 he went out in the exact same way, dude. That sucks. Dead like a bitch. Yeah. At least, uh.
1: Uh, what's, it? Ebony Ma made it a little longer.
0: Yeah. Some I, I don't know if I told you this, but someone made a funny joke that they should have had him say, Sire, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, so eventually gets to a battle between, or for the gauntlet between. Iron Man and Thanos, and Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet and puts it on yep. with all of the stones on them, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" are, like, are when they gonna said- lose again? Yeah,
0: like when he says, "I am inevitable," I'm like, "Oh shit!" Okay, where's part three,
1: dude? If they would, if they would have done that, ballsy. Oh, that would have been very, very ballsy. <laughs> like, it's the- like we lied. It's not Spider-Man: Far From Home. It's Avengers five. Yep. Yeah. So he goes through and, or so they're fighting and Iron Man grabs the gauntlet, like tries to get get it from his hand. And I love, so I noticed that he had his, Iron Man was like keeping his hand behind the gauntlet where all the stones were. I did not notice that. Yeah, I noticed it. Because he was getting thrown around, but his hand was always in the back of the gauntlet.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, and then he gets thrown off. And then Thanos tries doing the snap again. Realizes all the stones are gone. And then Iron Man's just like, oh! (laughs) And does a snap that ends up wrecking
0: his body. Yeah. Thanos' whole army disappears. Um... And then we sadly have to watch the death of Tony Stark. Yep, that was very hard to watch. And then, especially that's when Pepper much concludes the story. Yeah, right? especially hard when Pepper is like, "We're okay. Well, you can rest now, Tony." I was like, oh. I was like "Don't do that." Yeah. <laughs> Even his funeral was heart wrenching. Just like seeing like almost every MCU character and like how like almost all of them he touched. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like. <sighs> Freaking heartbreaking. So that pretty
1: much concludes the story. We yeah. just went through the entire freaking movie. <laughs> watching it the second time, actually, even watching the first time, did not feel like three
0: hours. It did not. It really didn't. I thought i would be like in agonizing, like I have to pee. Didn't feel like it. And any times I've seen it. Mm hmm.
1: And I, like, I wasn't even. So the first time, I was really hesitant about drinking. Because I didn't want to have that feeling. Yeah. So the second time I watched it, I was a little bit more lax about drinking. Okay. So I was drinking my lemonade, and I think I drank, like, over half of it through the movie and nothing at the end. I was like, I wish Goal. I had your bladder. Well,
0: I trained mine. <laughs> um, well, I uh, apparently I can't train mine.
1: So. Oh. We so at the the very very end or they send cap oh, in the past yeah. to go return all the stones, yep. and he's supposed to come back, but doesn't. he sticks around and yeah, and then winter soldier and Falcon are there with him, and then Bucky looks back and he's like, "Hey, and then they go and see old man Cap, and he hands off the shield to Falcon. And you see a wedding ring on Cap, and he's like, "Oh, you want to tell me about her?" And he's just like, "No, I don't think I will." <laughs> and then the final scene of the movie is the or is a little white or a little yellow house, picket fence, and Peggy and Captain America are dancing. Yeah, best ending for Captain America ever. I completely agree. So. All right, I am one hundred percent considering making this two part. What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: Okay, cool. So let's just grade, like, let's just leave it off with after grading the story. Okay, were there any issues with the story that you had?
0: Talking about like now, like running through the whole story. Yeah, there is some problems, and it's mostly like the ones that you brought up. They're just like little nitpicks. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall. For being, like, how big this movie was, and, like, so many directions the Russo brothers could have taken it, but I think they took it in the perfect direction. Like, I don't think they could have ended it better. Neither Um, do I. Overall, I'm thinking a
1: 95. I'm thinking 95 as well. Very, very very strongly sitting at 95. Uh, Like we said, not a perfect movie.
0: No, it's not, but what movie really is
1: yeah there isn't um yeah a lot of so obviously the reason we docked it was because it was the the nitpicks with the the time traveling yeah and you're gonna have that with most time traveling movies yes
0: i i agree they make like a joke about that in the movie with like back to the future um Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. uh, Yeah, like, th- they know that, like, in a way, like, it doesn't make a little bit of sense the way they're doing it, but they make fun of it, and I like that. Yeah. Well. I say we leave it there for yeah. now, and, and then... Come back for part two. Then come back for part two. Damn. This is like Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame all over. hmm That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We planned that out, though, right? Wink, wink. Of course we did. Yeah.
1: So, with that, I say we just leave it off with the normal deal. Yeah. Um, If you liked this episode and want to hear more, uh, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, or Spotify. You can also check out our content on YouTube. Uh, new videos will be heading your way soon. And be sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the all or on Twitter at the all And if you have something you want us dis- to discuss, not in the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Or a movie that you think we should see, be sure to email us at channel at gmail.com. Or you can fill out our form on our website, tinyurl.com slash And we hope to hear from you guys. Yeah. And until then, this has been the Albros Podcast.
0: I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. We'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Goodbye. That was kind of weak. That wasn't the best one. Nah. Uh, well. <laughs> it, it, I am sick, so does that give me a little bit of an excuse? No. Well, kiss my ass then.